You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Welcome to episode 56 of Hashtag No Filter. Now, this is a very exciting episode, and I am so excited to bring it to you today. This is the episode from our live podcast recording that took place just last week in New York City at Improv Asylum, and it was so much fun. Such an incredible night. I We are just blown away by how many people came out, even though there was a monsoon happening outside, and it was just amazing. So this live podcast recording was done with myself, as well as Julianne Oshro, aka Jewel the Bee, and Lindsay Metzlar of We Met at Acme. Both Jewel and Lindsay have been on my podcast. Jewel actually has been on my podcast twice, and we were just so excited to come together, the three of us, from three different stages of life answer all your questions, talk about all the things, and I mean all the things. Definitely put earmuffs on your children if you're listening with them. And it was just awesome. It was just a really, really great night. So I really don't want this intro to be long because it's a long episode. It's an incredible episode, and I want to get right into it. But before we start, I do want to thank our sponsors who are incredible. Wander Beauty, Obey Fitness, Raw Rev, Flow Water, Zest Tea, Rafino Prosecco, Organic Nectars, Daisy Toy Beauty, Osiri, and Modern Picnic. Incredible sponsors. So, so grateful to all of you. Without further ado, I want to get right into the episode. If you're not subscribed to Hashtag No Filter, make sure you are. And let's do this. Episode 56 of Hashtag No Filter, our live podcast recording. Here we go. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, let's make some noise, ladies. We have some awesome folks here for you tonight. Let's put our hands together for the ladies of three girls. Zero filter! Wow! Hello, everybody! I know, right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys first so much for coming out in the fucking monsoon out there. It took us like an hour and a half to get here and we, like, we're just so appreciative. Thank you, thank you. Julie Lauren of Hashtag No Filter, Julianne Ostro of Jewel the Bee, and Lindsay Metzler of We Met at Acme, and we're so thankful that you're here. So we want, can I take wine, actually? <laughs> One second. Everyone yes. be drinking. Hydrate. So before we get into all the fun things, make sure you got a raffle ticket, some insane giveaways happening. Um, make sure if you were the first 50 and you got an email, grab your swag bag on the way out. Get up whenever you want to drink. We really are proponents of that. Drink responsibly. And we just wanted to say how we how this whole thing came together, and then we're going to get into all the fun, juicy stuff. So it was like three and a half weeks ago, and I, I Jewel and I talk on the phone about 17 times a day, and one of those 17 times, we were like, let's do something. Yeah, like, let's, let's and give Jewel, something away. Exactly. Let's give something away. We're like, that's an eye roll. It's really fucking boring. Like, that's so overdone. So we're like, we're not going to do a giveaway. Jewel goes, well, let's do a live something. And so for about a week, we go, you think on it. You think on it. You think on it. Literally for a week. And then finally, we're like, let's do a live show. And we thought of Lindsay because we've both been on Lindsay's podcast. Lindsay's been on mine. And we just thought, like, we've all kind of connected over Instagram, and we all got really close, like, really good friends, and we thought, why the hell not? So here we are, and we're really excited, and we're going to each introduce ourselves now. Jewel, why don't you take it away? Okay. Hi, I'm Julianne. (laughs) I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. (laughs) Um, 
I have an Instagram account called at Jewel the Bee, uh -huh. and now a website, jewelthebee.com. And podcasting is still a little bit new to me. I am the guest of the of the crew. These are the hosts. <laughs> I am always the guest. Julie and I met on Instagram. Not even a year ago. Right. It's almost our anniversary. Lindsay and I met on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's a little it's bit true. crazy. Mm -hmm. The incestuous nature Instagram. of Instagram. And um, I'm so happy that you guys came out. Thank you. Lindsay. Hey guys, um, I'm Lindsay Metzlar, and I host We Met at Acme, the podcast. Um, and I guess none of you guys have heard of it. Everyone's going to get warmed cool. up. They need to drink a little more, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I am here because of this amazing woman next to me. Julie and the amazing woman next to her, Jewel. And um, even though my name doesn't start with a J, <laughs> um, I'm really happy to be here. And I think we're going to have a really great show tonight, just getting real with each other, which we always do. Yeah, always. And we're the three of us are so direct and intense. So <laughs> intense. Ho hopefully <laughs> you guys enjoy that. So I think we should. <laughs> I think we should just kick things off and just get everyone warmed up. And so a lot of you sent in questions about a lot of different topics. And I think we're just going to, should we just start with sex? Yeah, let's start How do you feel about it? <laughs> let's get right Are into it. Are you guys okay with it? Okay. Um, earmuffs for anyone young. So the <laughs> we're how did you get here <laughs> young? So our first question, we have this on paper because literally people sent it. Okay. The first question we're going to ask is, um, Jewel, do you want to start with this one actually? I don't know. My husband makes me feel badly that I want to use a vibrator during sex. What are your thoughts on that? Wait, this is what someone said, not what oh, you were saying. Yes. Okay. No, someone sent this in, but I'm curious. I'm curious, too. But someone sent this in. What, what do I say to that? I yeah. say get rid of the husband and keep the vibrator. <laughs> and what kind of vibrator? So we are giving away a Hitachi magic wand tonight for, for, one, lucky, for one lucky raffle winner. But I think if, if a husband is not okay... With having a little bit of fun in the bedroom, you might want to reconsider the husband. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, well, it depends <laughs> on why you're introducing the vibrator. Okay, okay. Because I feel like sometimes men can be sensitive when it comes to sex, and you don't want to make them feel like you're using the vibrator because they're not good enough. Right, right. You want them to, you want to make them feel like it's an addition. Like, you're so amazing. It's enhancing so it. It's so even more amazing if we could also right. have it's all in how It's you know? all in how you introduce it. It could yeah. be because, maybe because you, so we also should say, the, one of the main reasons we want to do this is because we're each from di very different stages of life. 40s, 30s, 20s. Lindsay has a serious boyfriend. He's actually in the audience. And Ooh. I am married five years, no kids, almost got separated, ended up working it out through couples therapy. Jewel has been married 11? 14. Whoa. 14 years, two kids. So very different stages of life. So you'll hear very different viewpoints probably in the questions and the answers. Exactly. Okay. So that's that one. Um, how often do you think married couples should be having sex? Mm, in an ideal world or realistically? Both. In an ideal world, probably would be nice at least like three times a week. <laughs> Somebody just screamed out my That's a lot. I said in an ideal world. And she's not married. Yeah. <laughs> I like to say like three times a month. <laughs> well, 
Okay, so three times a week. What do you think? In an ideal world, I, I didn't think say realistically. Realistically, what? <laughs> realistically, once every two weeks. Okay. Okay. Oh, I hope more than that. Maybe so, once a week. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's. I have to tell you something. It's getting increasingly more difficult the later my children go to bed. Right. That, I mean, you think you're tired with a newborn. But the newborn hopefully goes to bed at 7, 7.30. Yeah. Wait till there's like an 11 and a 13-year-old lingering at, you know, 10, 10.30 at night. You can't right. just tell them to go to lingering bed. Lingering like outside your door. A little bit, <laughs> yes. Well, like, sometimes they sleep in your room, right? Sometimes like, they sleep so in your room. That, I mean, they were never wait, allowed to do that as babies, but now they sort of sleep in our room every once in a while. Have they ever walked in on you? Never. Oh, question. Right. Never. That's such a good question, and I did what walk in do? on my parents, and it scarred. Me, me too. too. Life. Life. Me too. Yeah, so we have not had that happen yet. Wait, what, what like, what was, because I've been in that same situation, how did you, like, get through that? Like, what get they through said. walking in on their parents? Yeah, what they said oh, that they were doing. It was, my mother said nothing, and a few minutes later, my father knocked on my door to speak to me. Oh, say That's horrible. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. That, uh, that is scarring. Yeah. Wait, my, so first of all, it was Father's Day when I walked in on it, which is <laughs> disgusting. She but was gifting sweet. him. That was sweet she of her. She was gifting him. Disgusting. <laughs> and my dad knocked on my door. Obviously, this is when like I was younger and still living with that. Right. And he was like, yeah. and I was like, please no, please no. And he was like, why? Like, we were just hugging. <laughs> Hugging horizontally, oh, which really disturbed me. And they both were in robes, like right after it happened. They both, oh my god! Is that why you said no when robes. I suggested that we wear robes tonight on stage? Yeah, is that I'm why you said that? Jewel yeah. did say we should wear robes, and <laughs> still fully that's why, uh, that's why we're not. Okay, um, my husband or boyfriend could have sex every single day. I'm good with once per week. Is our marriage or relationship, if it's your boyfriend, doomed? Oh, I want to talk about this one. Yeah, this is, a, this is an important one. So Do you want to start? I had this whole conversation a few weeks ago with a girlfriend of mine who she and her husband like never have sex, ever. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they're doomed because not, like they're fine with that. They're exactly. basically roommates. Yeah. They're great parents together. And they're just fine sort of coexisting. And my guess is, like, they'll, you know, they'll go the distance. And but have I never think if so, well, if, if you're both on the if same you're both page, okay, you're both on the same page, right? Then that's where they, like, even in therapy, my therapist said this. She was like, if you, if you both are on the same page about how much you're having sex or how little you're having sex, then it's totally fine. Who cares totally what anyone fine. else thinks? Right, that could be but the definition it, of success. Correct, but this girl is right. saying that so this he is an wants imbalance, in every, right? So I think that could be that could so end up being a problem. So they need to introduce the Hitachi magic wand, probably, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Do you or agree? I think that like maybe the boyfriend should think about if it's really important to him to have sex every right. day, yeah. or if he can just like jerk off and be fine with it. That's a good point. Every now and then, right? You know, but he probably there wants some level of compromise. Yeah, no, I, that's she true. She shouldn't have to have more sex, because that's like, kind of, like, what is she, like a sex doll, you know? <laughs> I feel like he could just want, he could have less. Okay. Possibly. Possibly. I think communication needs to happen. Communication. There, there needs to be a conversation. Stephanie with an F needs to come My in. therapist, if anyone needs one. Um, is that okay. Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie. With an F. With an F. Not PH. How soon is too soon to have sex? When? Uh, the um, first date. I assume they mean... 
When dating. I, yeah, when dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When dating. When dating. Definitely. Right. You start that one, Lindsay. The first date is too soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. what do you think? Like, second date's fine? Wait, hold on no, a second. No, no, no. Can we the, back up? Yeah. <laughs> How soon is too soon to have sex? If you want what? Like, if you a mean... A relationship. Yeah, if you want a relationship. If you're dating somebody, you want a first date, should they go home together that night? Or, or should they, you know, play hard to get a little if bit? If you want a relationship, you shouldn't have sex. Until, yeah, you're big on this. You're, you are big on this. Until we after about like this. the sixth date, probably. Okay. But do you think it's they're doomed if they have sex on the first or the second? No, not if you know the person thinks that like you're the best that they can ever do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think if a girl has sex, if a girl and a guy have sex on the first date, or who, if it's on the first there date, are exceptions. There are exceptions. There are so, exceptions. So it's not okay. So there are exceptions. So I mean, if you if you're meeting this person. For the first time that night, you've never met before. Right. You mm-hmm. weren't friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Most likely, you met on a dating app. Mm-hmm. Right. And you I'm with you so with far. That night. Yep. That is bad. Is not great. It's not a good thing. Okay. I. I mean, I. I've done it. I respect <laughs> that opinion. But, but I'm here but, to tell you. But let me tell you, if if. You want to have sex, right? And consensual, making always that, consensual, making always. that conscious decision, and you don't want it to turn into something serious. Fine, by all Bang means, till tomorrow. Like have sex doesn't matter. Every first date, every first opinion, Okay, okay. You know? Yeah, because I've had like in my dating heyday, like I slept with guys on the first date. They didn't turn into relationships, though. No. <laughs> they didn't. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, he. Okay. This it's a little graphic, but I we can handle it. He want he really wants to do anal. Oh, Julie. I mean, it was sad. It is. It's a question. It's a question. He wants to do anal really badly, so I guess he wants to spice it up in the bedroom, and I don't. What do I do? You don't do anal. <laughs> um. I agree. I agree too. Like, I, I don't agree. do something that you don't want to. That's like, don't fine. do anal. Yeah. Okay. Don't that's do gonna it. be what the podcast is called. Don't do anal. That's what our world tour is gonna be called. <laughs> we could <laughs> don't do anal unless they have like a very, very, very small <laughs> thing. But then, why are we with them in the first place? Is the real question. <laughs> to try anal. <laughs> Okay, moving right know. along. So, okay, we're going to now... We are not... We did not... These are questions sent oh, in. Shit. We didn't choose these questions. Let's be clear. No, Jewel, Jewel asked. I'm sorry. I am Jew. Um, okay, so we're going to move... We're going to segue really nicely into dating and relationships. Um, of course, sex will still be talked about. Don't worry. But the first um, question we got was, I've been dating this guy for two months. It's actually about sex. And we haven't had sex. Is we it a red? We have sex. not had sex. Is it a red flag? I need more information from her. Is it because she has not wanted to and has put it off or not give, like, given it? I don't think that's the tone of the question. No, I think it's more... Um, like he's friend-zoning She her. sounds disappointed. She does sound disappointed. Right. And, right. and I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... She's writing that. Because she knows that something's off. Yeah, it sounds. If this were her choice, she would not be writing into that. So why doesn't she just initiate sex? Is that bad? Well, it sounds like he's not attracted to her sexually. Then why have they been dating two months? Because sometimes we allow. He could be. (laughs) He could be. 
Or he's seeing 17 other women on the side. Exactly. Right. Exactly. 100%. She's not priority. Yeah, that's all. It's Or he's just not that attracted to her. Okay, so bottom line, if you're not having sex after a little while, we probably should This is two, not yeah, for the highly months. religious. No. Two months. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> yeah, two months is, is not good. It's a red flag. Like, I think, um, yes, it could be a red flag, but I also think just fucking, like, speak up and ask why you're not having sex. Like, communicate. And right. and if it's not an answer you're okay with, like, be like understand that it might not be an answer you're okay with. And if it's not, then you have the power to decide if you want to stay with them or not. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How to keep things spicy. Smattering. You love that word. Applause. In our first podcast, you <laughs> talked about that. How to keep things spicy in a relationship. Hitachi magic wand. Still trying to figure out how to sit on this couch. I know. It's, I know. It's I know. I, know. I, know. Um, I don't even reach the floor. I know. Jewel, I feel like you should start with that. With how to keep things spicy? Yeah, Yeah, 14-year marriage, you had to keep it spicy. Honestly, I don't think that there is anything sexier than when you're laughing together. Like, really, truly, that and, like, when he walks past me, he'll, like, smack me on the ass right out of the blue. Like, I love that. We're 14 years in. Go ahead and fucking smack my ass. Yeah, Baz. Right? What about you? Well, no, no. And by the way, wait, I want to go back to this. He always says to me, because there are moments where I get mad when he smacks my ass. Or it's, sometimes it's in front of the kids and, that, and that's a whole different conversation. But he always right. says to me, the day that I stop smacking your ass as you walk by, you're going to be really sad and I, you're going to miss that. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. Go ahead and smack my ass. (laughs) I'm still getting comfortable. Um, I would say introduce, I mean, I'm hardly one that does this, but like maybe talk about using the vibrator during sex and maybe like spice up the positions like missionary is, you know, maybe do more than missionary. Um, I don't know. Unless you're a lazy, delicate little butterfly. (laughs) (laughs) But or just do something different. Like I think really, if we're talking about spicing things up in the bedroom, I mean, you, you either have to introduce toys or positions mm. what do you think well I don't know did if it this say is spice it up in the bedroom or in the, the relationship bedroom, guys, I didn't Julie. get the details I, I didn't get the details it did say in the bedroom but to speak to both I think in terms of like keeping your relationship yeah. spicy it's nice to like have some alone time maybe take a weekend away that's nice and do mm. things together mm-hmm. on that weekend that like you don't normally do yeah. like sale yeah like <laughs> do sale do you sale, sale? <laughs> But, but in keeping things spicy in the bedroom, I agree. Like, do different things, like right. the vibrator thing. Um, I don't know. I've actually never, like, watched porn with a partner, but my friends in long relationships porn? say that that's nice for them. Um, so maybe do that. And I, it depends how, like, how like open you are. Maybe invite a third that's into your bedroom. Oh. Okay. Do you want to talk about that? I've... I've never done it, yeah. but um, but you're not married 14 years. I've yeah, never done exactly. that either. Mm-hmm. Would you be open to that if you chose? If I chose, yeah, the person. Like happy birthday, Baz. Here's another bitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I don't know. I think I I don't know. I might be like a smidge too prudish for that. Maybe. That's fine. I don't know either. I would have to be extremely and wait a minute. I think Barry would die. Actually, it would be awkward. I would probably be the one to introduce it or right. have the idea, and he would be like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
-hmm. What about you? Um, I would be open to it, maybe. God, you're good. But actually, it's so funny. You're so OC housewives right now. Why? Oh, they do that Yeah, a little bit. Like for like big birthdays. Which housewife? Your 45th birthday, here's a girl. Really? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like that's like darker. Like there's like reasons they're doing that. Like they, I don't know. They have like weird. I mean, I feel like anyone like on the Housewives has like a rocky sitch. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't watch the Housewives, no, but, but I try. Oh, it's all we watch. Do you follow Jenny Mullen on Instagram? Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. Okay, so I think I read her book, or I just read a lot of her stories on Insta. Did I she have remember. a threesome? She would totally have a but threesome. But she, yeah, yeah, no, she, she told a story about, she's married to Jason Biggs um, from American Pie, and she's really funny. And Literally his only claim to fame. That's <laughs> <laughs> how yeah, we know yeah. it. Yeah. It's the only and thing he's ever she done. she told this story about <laughs> how she wanted to surprise him with a third. Mm. and Not so a third she, child. No. <laughs> and so she invited this woman, um, this, I think you're supposed to call it a sex worker. What? Really? Yeah, I, I think the term prostitute. Oh, we definitely want to be politically outdated. correct here. Yeah, it's so. an outdated term. Sorry. So she invited a sex worker to join them, but she like purposely made sure that the sex worker was like unattractive. Interesting. And okay. then by the time she came, he was like, I don't want to sleep with this woman. And she was like, okay, well, I tried. Like, really <laughs> the thought was there. Yeah. The thought was there. I, I mean, I pr- for my... Yeah. Actually, There's nothing sexy about sex workers. No, that's not... That, well, I, I've actually never heard... I didn't know I've that was never the term heard for that. it. Well, some of... I'm sure there are sexy ones. Oh, I'm sure. But just the term. The term is not sexy. But, no. but like, I don't know. Is there another term? Whore? No, that's it. Maybe. Um, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I like it. On. I like it. Um, how did we get on to that? Spicy things in the bedroom. So spicing. maybe call sex worker. Um, okay, all about long distance relationships. Oh, yeah. That must be, well, that's you. Yeah, I definitely, you had one too. My entire college existence. Right. And then became my husband. First husband. First husband. Right. right. So we're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, let's this start. This happening on Blanc jumped. Yes, 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 exactly. So, okay, the um, long-distance relationships, what are your thoughts on them? Can they be successful? Um, what it needs to be done to, to keep it, you know, spicy? Like, I, what, what are your thoughts I on them? I think it's naturally spicy given the distance. Because when uh-huh, we see each other, it's like a buffet. Oh, my God. Every, when, when my husband and I were... <laughs> <laughs> it is a buffet. Um, when my husband and I were long distance, we every time we saw each other it was like sex, seven times a day. I say to you all the time. I'm You're so jealous. Ed- You're well, jealous. I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah. Like when you see Matthew, it's like everything is like new again. Yes. And but when fresh. Baz is out of town three days a week, I'm jealous of you. When yeah. I'm when Matthew, I mean, you shouldn't be. Because no. I'm at home with two children. Right, right, right. There's that. And it's monsooning. Right, right. There's yeah. that. But I think I think long distance relationships that look they definitely can work. They were mine started long distance, mm. and then we I moved in with him, and then we got married. Then we almost got divorced, and then we did long distance again, and now we're great. But while we were long distance, those are actually some of the best times of our mar- of our relationship. Mm, yeah. So I think it definitely can work. I think if you start long distance, definitely you have to. Be will, like I don't always love talking on the phone. You have to be willing to talk on the phone. I mean, we never did FaceTime sex, but I think that's I a thing you should say. do. Yeah. We never did it. I felt weird. I felt weird. Like I'd rather just do it on my. That. Like I, I don't. Agree. Yeah, it's I weird. Agree. So um, no, I think like, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of fucking work. And you have to put on lipstick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a lippy yeah. though. Um, so uh, yeah, I think. Have you been in one? I have. Um, I've actually I've been in two long distance relationships. Oh. One was like accidental. 
and the other was not really for me. I, I it, long distance did not work for me. Okay, yeah. Because I felt I'm like independent in my relationships, and I felt like when they were visiting me, they were hijackers. Because yeah. well, they felt like they yes. had to spend every second with yes. me. And I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Like, <laughs> it, I, you I needed a break. You needed I a break. Can't. And you can't. Yeah. They're visiting for 48 hours. Yeah. Right. They're visiters. Yes. Yeah. You have to entertain visitors. Yep. Yep. It really annoyed me. And then like I would go there and I'd be like, this is like, get me the fuck out of your apartment. Right. <laughs> and it was just like the balance yeah. didn't work for me. I think it takes a certain person. And, yeah. I, and, then, right? and then the other one, I just didn't trust them at all. Oh, well, that, but that's definitely done. Yeah, that was terrible. Deal breaker, as you do on your polls, red flag or deal breaker? Deal breaker. We don't recommend it. It's really what it is. I guess it sounds like it worked. No, I see how it worked for you. Yeah, Yeah, because you took a massive, like, break and refell in love. Yeah, I moved back to New York. Like, what's so bad about you? Right. But, yes, I mean, it's challenges. How to get over someone you know isn't good for you, but you just can't shake him or her? Who wants to start? You know, I'm not even looking. I got you, girl. Yeah, Jules, Jules just said, I'll start. Okay. I um, forgot my glasses. Oh, yeah, you said to remind you. <laughs> um, by the way, if anyone's, like, thirsty, like, definitely go up and get a drink. You're not offending us if you get Please up and get a drink. get a like, drink. might do that. I, I see. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so how to get over someone you know isn't good for you but can't shake him. Um, if you know in your gut and in your instinct is that he's not good for you, it's more your ego talking, I think, that you don't want to be alone and or may, maybe that you don't want to be alone or... Maybe I won't meet someone else. Um, but you know he's not good for you. So it's just like kind of getting this the strength, which is so fucking hard, but and just reminding yourself, like, this guy is not good for me. This is not going to be forever. So I think it's totally, it's, what am I trying, not your, yeah, it's your ego talking. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's not, it's, it's. Or your vagina talking. Or your vagina if he's really good in bed. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So how do they shake them? You need to meet someone else. Yes, that's true. What, they, what if they can't? You recycle someone. Yes. That, okay. That you like had really. I yes. was thinking maybe like go to therapy. Yes. But sure, we can. <laughs> or, or go to therapy. <laughs> therapy also. Or call Stephanie. Um, no, but I right. But it is your like if you know he's not good for you. Yeah. Trust your gut and and know he's not good for you. And you will be fine mm-hmm. without him, right? Yeah. You need someone better. I think Trust so. your gut. But I think the distractors are really the best. The best. Mm-hmm. Oh, the best. The best. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can't sit in your apartment. No, 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 no. no. You have to get out and do yeah. shit. Or never. do someone. Mm. Or both. Both, yeah, yeah both. Is cheating a Not complete... A <laughs> <deal point>. <laughs> <laughs> or do anal. <laughs> okay, is cheating a complete deal breaker for you? Yes. To you? A hundred percent. Okay, I but I don't think it's on But I actually but. am saying that as someone who's not married and doesn't have kids. And if I was okay. married and I did have kids, I might oh, change Oh, you're asking me to be mature. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. So I have always said to Bez, if you fuck around on me, understand that you confessing that is a completely selfish, agree, narcissistic, mm-hmm. fucked up move. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Live with your guilt. And take it to the Put grave. Put your head down on that pillow every night. And yeah, I don't want, I know, I don't Wait, think I want to really? know that. No, I really yeah, don't think I, I want to know. Shook. No. Oh. No. I would not be able to not know. If it's a relationship, yeah. I better fucking know. 
But if you're married with two kids, and if it's, I guess. But if, if it's like a one-off thing, do not clear your conscience and then... Ruin my life. Right. Correct. I mean, I don't, look, I don't, I don't um, support cheating. I don't think it's good. I, I do not recommend doing it. I don't do it. However, I, th- <laughs> I just want to give disclaimers, right? <laughs> but I, like, look, if my, I would rather not know, A, if he did. You agree with me. You yeah, 100% agree yeah. with that. But if I did know and we got through it, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a very forgiving person. I'm not saying I know. You're terrible. such a marshmallow. I know. Yeah. I, I would need to know. Okay. We should move on. We should. <laughs> We're going to ruffle some feathers. Um, okay. How do you get over someone? Well, I think we just talked about that. So I hope that I, about um, getting some go, getting over someone you know isn't good for you. I think we talked about that. We've been dating six months. You kill them. You murder them. Murder them. We've been dating six months. He hasn't said I love you. Is that bad? Lindsay, you start with that one. No. Um, it's not? It's not. Well, my partner, who may not Hi, be Max. in the audience anymore. He might have left. After all that. <laughs> no. Hopefully he's here. Um, he said it um, at about six months. Oh. And but I, he hit that mark. Yeah. But like... Maybe she, the per, like maybe he said it that night after she wrote that question. You know, like you don't know, right? But I think oh, that, I, I think saying. that sometimes guys, and I've seen this a lot actually with my girlfriends' boyfriends, like take a long time to say I love you. Like I have a friend's boyfriends who said it at like nine months or something, and they're they've been together for three years now. Do you think it depends on the age? I think it depends on. The person and yeah, like I do too. some people are just slower than others and yeah. like maybe they got hurt in the past and so they're really protective of their heart and that, okay. <laughs> do you agree? You I think it, she's so del- I think you're so forgiving and delicious and mushy. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I don't know. Why, why would I forgive? I don't need to I forgive someone under- who hasn't said no, I love no, no, you. Ben, I think you're very understanding. I'd be like, shh. <laughs> but would you say it first? Okay, fine. Would, would you, you say understanding? Like, what's wrong with them taking? Like six months, for example. Well, you just said nine. Oh well, nine. I would be like, okay. Right. Can you? Would you say it first? No. Yeah, I don't know if I would either. Well, it's just like my pride. But what if it just comes out? I think so too. Okay, but it's not the end of the world if you say it first. No. No, no. I have a friend who's married who said it first. Okay. So, if you're feeling it, go for it. Yeah. Okay, um, we are going to segue into the next, and literally, I'm going to, I, I, we have so many questions, so I'm trying, I want to get through them all. Oh, that's a good idea. I know, I was supposed to do that time. I kind of more wine. Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> do you, will he come? Oh my God, you don't have to get it. No, 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 no. <gasps> I love you. Charlotte. You win the pans. <laughs> you get the pans. Oh yeah, we have major giveaway. Chardonnay? I'm, f- where's my water? Um, sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, Chardonnay's good. And do you want some? A water. And a water. Oh my. So you guys have water. your water, by the way. Oh yeah, we have, okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, that is so nice. So okay, lovely. what is, where, I know. I lovely. Have, I love. Lovely okay. individuals. Lovely people. Um, okay, moving into marriage and divorce. But a lot of this, I think, also can, you know, hold true to relationships. So if you're not married, I think it's still, like, great questions. What is the secret to a happy marriage? No clue. Knowing that the <laughs> marriage is not always going to be happy. And communication is literally everything. Yeah, I think so. It's 
sweeping under oh the rug. Come up, come up. What, who, what's your name? Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, thank you so much. Elizabeth, thank you. Elizabeth. God forbid we don't have her wine. Yeah, Elizabeth! Okay, so I so knowing that it's not always going to be perfect, and that it's, it's work. not always going to be happy. It's not. There's some bad times. Yeah, yeah, there are bad times, and I think if you if you you're going to feel the bumps in the road no matter what. If you are, if you feel like that white dress and those beautiful flowers and that candlelit room is going to last forever, and that's your that's your idea of what every day in that marriage is going to be like. And I really, I, I look back even on my, my second wedding day, and you really, you have like these rose-colored glasses on a little bit. You don't, you can't fully appreciate what you're going to be thrown. At I mean, all. I mean, I, you, you really can't. And... But it's wanting to do it with that person. You have to be like down and dirty and in the trenches with that person and hold on to your seat and just like know that that this is the person who has your back. And if yeah. and if you are expecting you know, rose petals on, on the bed or in the, the bubble bath that doesn't every night, you're out of your that. fucking mind. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think it's knowing you you want to still choose that person even through the worst times. Yeah. And for us, it was communication was everything. That's literally why we almost broke, like, separated. And you, can, and you can't be, you can't be, um, like, Barry and I, Barry and I feed off of one another in, in a not-so-great way. You know, we're, we're both, like, high-strung individuals. I mean, he's much more laid-back than I am. But he's a worrier, and I'm a worrier, and you know I'll never forget when our first son was I don't know I don't know how old he was 18 months old. He was lining up cars, like lining oh, up his you know his toy cars. And one night I'm lying in bed, and Madden is long asleep, and Barry sits up in bed, and he's like, I think he's autistic. He's been lining up fucking cars. And I'm like, what? And we're both doing a deep dive in Google on, and we're convinced that this kid is now seriously on the spectrum. And you, you have no, and, and that's just, that was like one little, you know, stupid minute of our marriage. One, one minute of, of, you know, uh, that I can, I can so clearly remember the, the panic and the, and the, like the horror in that moment. And what was the fucking question again? What are we talking about? <laughs> we're, we're saying the secret to a happy marriage. Right, so just understand. Just understand. Just fucking understand. You're gonna panic when they line up cars. You're gonna <laughs> fucking panic. Um, but I think bottom line is no, choosing them every day, even through right. the hardest times, and, and communicating about that. Sure. Uh, yeah. You're like, I fucking just and, move on. And, <laughs> wait, and even though I'm not married. No, but I, but I, I good shared time. an article today on my Instagram yeah. story by Esther Perel. I love that you have amazing. time to read articles. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has time to read oh articles. Oh my God. And um, <laughs> it's, it was really helpful and it was ta it talked about marriage and how like it's not this like rush 
and it's just like, you know, exactly. It's like an ebb and flow. It is so. not exciting. Like it's not that it's the honeymoon phase for so about a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How did you know you wanted a divorce? That would be that would be me. Um, I think I knew that I wanted a divorce because I was waking up every morning with like this pit in my stomach and I couldn't quite put my finger on what was wrong. And I just knew, I mean now I know what was wrong, but we were just, we were not in the same place and we were never similar, which is one of the many reasons that I fell in love with him. And we were never, um, we were never like the easy fit and I was always good with that. But I think I knew that I wanted a divorce when we hit a fork in the road and it was just like, it, it, it was completely, you know, he wanted to go on one path and I want to go on another. And you just knew in your gut. I mean, look, we did the therapy thing, and um, we tried. Um, but yeah, I knew in my gut, and I knew that I knew that if I pushed to have kids, and I was pushing at the time to have kids, he would he would have probably agreed. Yeah, and we would be in the same situation about something else six months down the road or a year down the road, and it wasn't it, w- it wasn't the right it was not the right topic to push on. Right. You don't push on kids. No, that seems no. very... <laughs> no. No. Okay, so um, going through... Okay, this is a similar <coughs> question, so I'm going to pass that one. How... That's similar as well. Okay, oh, horrible in-laws. I think we can all... Well, this might be awkward because Max is in the audience and I don't know if you know his parents, but... <laughs> I don't know if he's we still talk about here. it anyway. Max, Max are, you are you here? So we got so actually multiple questions by Max, in-laws. leave the room. <laughs> But we love no, your family. I, I actually really love his. Well, it, so <laughs> someone said horrible in-laws help. What do I do? And then someone said mother-in-law issues. Most are about mother-in-law issues. But so do you want to start? Like, or sure. Um, I think that um, you. Sh- well, I think like I don't know. Probably before your. I don't know. I, I think that you should just like love your in-laws, um, no matter what. <laughs> Even wow! I see you that are. You're really so good. Nice. Um, she's not married like, yet. If they're horrible, no, if they are horrible, like let your um, let your partner deal with that. You know, okay. and just like be the good cop about the in-laws. Okay, that's a, I'm jealous that that's your mindset. In la- until like you get married and it's too much, and then like you can both be bad cop. You know. Oh right. So, and Jewel and I were actually talking about this earlier, and we were, we've talked about it, I think, on my, my podcast. I mean, we were saying it's rare to have a situation that's going to be perfection with your in-laws. I mm. mean, they say, like, I said, well, you're, you choose to marry your husband. You don't necessarily choose to marry his parents. But and then I you say... said, oh, but you're dumb, dumb, dumb love. <laughs> <laughs> you're marrying you them so, all. You do. You marry them you all. You do. And it can be challenging, and... I think for me, and we've talked about this, for me, as long as my husband and I are on the same page about the issues and the things that are happening, mm-hmm. it's fine. As long as you and your partner are on the same page, right. it's totally okay. If you're not, I'm sorry, but you're 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 probably not gonna make it. That's you're totally so fucked. true. Like if right. if like, let's say your just, partner is 
like mom is a little mom is boy and like but they're like what do you mean she's amazing like you just don't appreciate her like that right. is crazy or if he doesn't understand why she's annoyed and they're yeah, arguing yeah, about yeah, their parents yeah, yeah. you're not if, it's a but problem. if he's like self-aware and he's like listen 100%. I know my mom's like a lot a lot 100% we, we got and this. it takes way more than that like it takes yeah. him jumping in oh talking com- talking to them yeah dealing it's 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 it can it can definitely be a problem why did you have sons hmm. Then you pray to God, like, I watch, I have such a good mother-in-law. I mean, I really do, like, oh, Myrna, she's good. She's not perfect, but I'm far from it. And I look at her with Daz, and I'm like, holy fuck, like, please let my kids choose someone, my boys choose someone who's like okay being around me and has a sense of humor and mm. will be kind They're to me. They're not gonna choose anyone but that. They're good at fucking eyebrows yeah. when I'm too feeble to pluck my eyebrows. I own. actually have this theory that boys, like <laughs> heterosexual guys, either marry their mom yeah. or the opposite of their mom. But no in between. Mm. Ooh. No in between. Are you Myrna? No, I am the polar opposite. Okay, so that there yeah, you go. So that ju- that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, but I was, but in my first marriage, I was like a a a complete duplication of his mother. Okay, so crazy? maybe that's sometimes very challenging. Wow, okay, Lindsay. Um, <laughs> Max. Um, what? Okay, advice. We talked about happy marriage. Well, I think this. Yes, go ahead. No, I was just going to go back. We, you and I were talking last week about um, there was a girl who wrote in to me. Yes. Right? Yes. For, for, to to jewelthebee.com. Yeah. And she and the whole, the whole letter was, I mean, it boiled down to she was talking about her brother-in-law. So this is not just about mother-in-laws. This is in-laws about in-laws in general. So she wrote to me, you know, my brother-in-law just asked like the wicked witch of the west to marry him and the whole family fucking hates her and i wrote to her i will get back to you (laughs) i will write a blog about this but here it is like you don't have a fucking choice if you want that brother-in-law who you adore in your life and you want to have a relationship with that person, mm-hmm. their future children, mm-hmm. you want them at your Thanksgiving table, you better shut your mouth. And just accept and it. figure out a way to accept her mm-hmm. and accept it. And it will probably go down the shitter in approximately you know, three to four years and you can give him all the I told you so's that you want at that point in time. But not but until, until then. then yeah. Shut the fuck up yep. and um. Share your pocketbooks or whatever it takes to bond with her and get good. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. That yeah. advice is amazing. You don't sucks, win the lottery though. every time. You don't. You don't. But that sucks, right? I feel bad for her. Yeah. Um, okay. What's up? Okay, let's segue into. Mm-hmm. We're gonna close to you because I'm yeah, cold. Yeah. Oh. She's skinny. She's <laughs> Fucking bitch. Do you wanna unbutton our pants? I so wanna unbutton my pants. <laughs> Should we do it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes! Isn't it nice? You guys are lucky I'm not taking off my bra. Oh, that's next. That's next. That's next. Okay. Um, uh, motherhood. Okay, so we have a, some questions from... Who are the mamas in the house? Woo! Woo! 
<laughs> okay, how do you know how to, literally this is the exact question, how do you know how to raise children? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It should is be what the fuck, how do, you how do you know how to raise children? What the fuck? You don't. You don't. I mean, what, you know, what's that saying where that nobody hands you a manual, nobody, right. you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, hopefully you have a good mom in your life or a good mother-in-law in your life and you can lean on them and, and if you don't, then you lean on girlfriends and you, mm -hmm. and you ask, you fucking ask. There's no room for arrogance or pride in motherhood. You have to have, you have to be okay with having diarrhea under your nails. Does that happen, really? Oh! <laughs> And, oh you know. <laughs> you make me want to have kids. <laughs> but Madden and Dexter, so, well, someone said, you, how do you discipline your kids? They seem like such good kids, and they are. They are good kids, but they are mildly afraid of me. As are you. <laughs> A little bit scary becomes out. Um, well, but, but, okay, so actually, you just wrote a blog post on, it was for the Skinny Confidential, I don't, I'm sure some people read in the audience on the top 10 motherhood tips and which was amazing which she so so you know skinny is like six months pregnant now with looks first, like she's one month pregnant right because she she's looks so like she swallowed high. a hamburger yes right fucking hate her but, but she so clearly she has never had a child before because she's asking for the top 10 motherhood like hacks <laughs> and i think when i when she texted me about this i wrote to i wrote back to her are you fucking kidding me? right right like there's wait you can't even, you can't, how do you dumb, how, you not can. dumb it down, but dwindle, like, dwindle it, what's the fucking word? Can. I can talk about distilled white vinegar in the laundry and, you know, what, what product to use for what occasion, but you can't whittle it down. You're in the trenches every single day. I mean, you know we were having our makeup done this afternoon. Oh, yeah. And Maddie and called, Dexy like, called. Right, Dexy called. So cute. And, and, you know, I haven't had my makeup done in it was so, where's Daisy? Daisy in the so house. Good. She's the best. And there's a giveaway so coming good, from but Daisy. But in the midst of that, your kids are calling, talking about homework and, you know, who was a dick to them at school. And it doesn't, you don't escape it. So what would be your, if you could say one piece of advice for like a new mother, what would you say? Or an old mother. Patience. Like, patience. Patience. Oh, patience. Yeah. patience. Okay. Is that yours? I'm not a patient person. You, you have, to have to try. Yeah, you do have to try. <laughs> I would say to a new mother with a newborn, give me the baby and you go nap. You have to find people in your life who you trust enough to hand that baby off to. And you, the laundry doesn't have to be perfect. And I really thought that it did. And you have to... you. You, you have to be willing to, to just go lie down and hand that kid off. Okay. Pay for that. We got claps. We have yeah. claps about it. So true. You are never going to regret, ever. No woman ever regretted spending money on childcare. No one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, we, okay. I'm, well, okay, I'm gonna go into you want the, the wine. No, I was gonna look at the time, but I think we're okay. I, I wanna do these some there's some really good questions. We're like time blocking. Like LA. We're very LA. We're very skinny and proud. Okay, so how do you know in terms of friendships? Ooh, this is a tough one. How do you know when a friendship has died? 
Do you want to start? Lindsay. This one's hard for me because I have a lot of friendships that are dead still. That (laughs) R.I.P. bitches. I'm still friends with them, but it's like I'm holding a dead person. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking sucks! Essentially, I'm not good at cutting people off. But I will say, you know a friendship has died when you're about to go to dinner with them and you're like thinking, like, what should I talk about? Oh, it's the worst. What can I ask? Like, what if there's an awkward moment? Like, what can I ask them? Drink more. Um, or, Or you're just like, different from them because you're either you've grown out of them or you've grown in a different direction than they have and they're the same um and just like i don't know like like for example i used to smoke weed all the time as i talked about my podcast and um, I just have to like get some friendships changed when I stopped smoking weed because that was like all we did together. Oh, interesting. You know, so like that different stages like of life. Different stages yeah. of life. Um, but yeah, when you like have to force the friendship or the conversation, um, or you know, are like not excited to go to dinner with them and would rather like go home. Right. And I always say this one quote actually that I got from Ooh, tell, my dad's quotes. friend, um, which is that. There are two kinds of people. There are batteries included and batteries required. Oh, that is good. And it's, it's good. And yeah. And um, I can only I can only personally hang out with people who are batteries required because are we batteries when I, required? Yes, because when I hang out with batteries, oh. not included. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no not batteries so required. I right. I can only hang out. Right. Why are And I'm the only one not drinking. <laughs> Um, okay, I can only hang out with people batteries included. included right. right. When I hang out with people batteries required, yes. I'm drained as fuck. Absolutely. Because I am sitting there you are the battery. entertaining these people yeah. and keeping their light on. And it's so Ooh, annoying. It's and when I leave, I am drained of all my energy. Mm-hmm. But when I hang out with people like you guys and my oh. amazing girlfriends who I love, um, and I and guy friends, and I leave and I feel like excited and funny and like light, like those are That's yeah. You wanna feel good when you're hanging out with them. Yeah. yeah. It's not waking drained. up on Christmas morning and getting that toy and finding that the batteries are not. That's included. exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Hanukkah morning. It's wine. I thought she was coming out to bring us wine. I got excited. Um, <laughs> <gasps> do you think? So no, I, I completely agree. I think I think you know what was the question? Oh, how do you uh, how do you know friendship? When dread it? Yes, one hundred percent. When it starts feeling draining and you're exhausted and and it doesn't. You might have been friends with them since you were eight years old, and you know you change. We're evolving every fucking day, and like maybe you're evolving in two different directions and going two different directions, so and that's okay. It's so it's uncomfortable. Not okay, it's, it's totally not okay. uncomfortable. But you almost have to accept that and take it for face value and for what they are, and just love them, and maybe love them at a distance is better mm-hmm. than loving them, you know, on Unless the day to day. They won't let go. That fucking sucks. Right. When you feel like you're right. being strangled, well, and it's if every you're fucking in the day. waters of the Titanic, right? If you're, okay. if you've sunk what, yes. and you're in the yeah. icy yes. iceberg right. hanging on the, the Titanic, thing, right? And there's somebody who just they want to cling yes. to yes. your neck yes. and bring. That's that's horrible. Oh, that's Really bad, but it's and 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 you feel bad because you they don't mean any harm. No, and you love them and they're good people, but it's fucking exhausting. And like, there's only so many hours in a day. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what was the advice? 
just uh, be random, <laughs> but, hate or, but hate it. At a distance, at a distance. Yeah, at, at a, a distance. distance. Okay, okay. <gasps> boundaries. Boundaries, yeah, boundaries. boundaries. Um, someone, at, actually multiple glasses, when uh, making friends as an adult or like as you're a new mom, like mommy friends, but making friends, you know, when you're older, like it's so easy in high school and elementary school and middle school, you're in fucking class together and you're all friends. Where's How would your, oh, is your, your, your oldest friend? There's Zhuzh. Zhuzh and I were forced upon one another. As but now you're best friends. She's she's like she's my person. Aww. <laughs> but that but, but you, you have to be. <laughs> That's because you too had diarrhea under your fingernails. And <laughs> don't want kids. <laughs> But, but so, okay, so that might happen. Like, you might be in a, a mommy and me class, or if right. you're, mm. but, if, but if you're, like, let's say new to a city, or, like, just having trouble, like, not really feeling your, mm. your group right now, how do you, like, what is the... It's the same as dating. I'll tell you, you what, not hard. Don't use Bumble BFF, because that shit... I've never work. done that. Is that good? I haven't not done good. it, but I've heard really weird stories about that shit. It's the dating app for friends. It's like a dating app for friends. Don't do it. It's like it's super. Creepy. So I mean, I would do you like swipe left or swipe yeah. right for a friend. On the, for on the, a friend. But what do you base it on? I guess their looks. Well, that's not good. <laughs> but but maybe like when you're at the gym, is it like you go up to the person? Like a like it's awkward. Also it's creepy. fucking also creepy. I think it's I honestly for me it's always and I've moved a lot. Yeah. I think it's you ask mutual friends. Like yeah, that's always oh, through friends that you make friends. Right. Like oh you know someone here. Oh do you mind introducing us or through Instagram? We met through Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Like, like, like through insane. your passion. How many friends I've met through Instagram? Start a podcast and pretend you want to interview people, but then just be there. Did friends. you pretend you wanted to interview <laughs> us? No. Did you lure <laughs> us to your Oh my God, you guys, you chicken fingers and a microphone. Yeah, literally. the chicken fingers were fucking good though. Really um, okay, um, making friends in New York. Okay, now and you have to get out. No, you da- and it's awkward. It can be hard. But it's, it is dating, so it, it makes dating. sense that there would be an app. But I'm so glad I don't have to. Yeah, do no, you don't have to do that because you have Judge. I have that, and many and others. I'm Nana. Um, and Nana. Um, w- uh, actually, speaking of Nana, sorry, this is really funny. Oh. We were. T- and then we'll go to the last section. We were at lunch today with Na- the jewels. We're at lunch today, and like we're eating, we're like kind of going over the plan for tonight. And I wanted her to look at the layout of the room tonight, so I gave her my laptop, like you know, like a laptop. Like we have laptops. Like people have laptops. And she starts like touching the screen and like trying to move the page up. And I'm like, no, 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 it's a laptop. And she had a, it's fine. I mean, it's because I do everything on the iPad. I know. She's mad, mad inside pad. Anyway, jewelthebee.com comes from Madden's iPad. Okay, so now the last little, um, a few questions, then we're going to open up to Q&A, and you better all fucking have questions. Better. Go go get get a drink. If you need. And bring me one back. Um, Okay, someone said, I hate my job. I want to quit and pursue writing full time, but I'm so scared. Do I do it? Ooh. We got well, are you, how, like, are, is, is this person a good I know, writer? I didn't get more like, details, guys. I know, it's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Look, I, but I would say keep your job until you start making money from writing. Right. And do it on the side. Like, when you get home at night, if you fucking love writing hustle. so much, write, hustle. Exactly. Right. Hustle. And I think that goes into someone said, oh, here, this actually goes perfectly into it. I'm 50. I feel like I'm going through a midlife crisis. I love this I, one. Oh, I want to do something creative but I'm scared my friends will laugh at me. What do I do? Oh, you I do love it. that person. I love this person too. You, you do it and you, you do, do it, it so fucking right. well. Yes! That even though they're laughing, fuck you them. will have the last laugh. Yes! Because they will all be fucking following yes. you, sitting in their bored 
cubicles. Jobs? Yeah, Fuck cubicles them. or non-jobs being housewives or housemen <laughs> or something. <laughs> and everyone will be jealous of you following your passion. So fucking do, honesty, and do when, it well. I agree. And you you probably have a similar thing. And you've had a similar thing. When I started like my blog and then my podcast and all this shit, and it's very unconventional. Although now it's much more like the people are doing this. But my friends that are all in finance and that's lovely, but they literally like think I, I have ten heads and that I, I don't do anything all day and yeah. I'm like twiddling my thumbs. And it's yeah. hard, but you have to just rise above it and be like, like I, I'm gonna, I love this. I'm gonna do what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, you did it. You started writing but, it. And, but, and my, and mine has been a complete like, yeah, it's been a mind fuck. I think for people because yeah. I haven't done anything. I mean, anything outside of my kids since you know Dexy was six weeks old. That's when I stopped working. So yeah. all of a sudden, for this, you know, for this. Instagram account to sort of morph into I'm not I'm still not quite sure what but for it to be taking up so much time and to force me to pivot and to oh Pablo oh my god I want to have your children oh my god thank Pablo. you Pablo you you no 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 but I mean, <laughs> Pablo I love you I, the way to my so heart. <laughs> um, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Give it up for Pablo, everybody. Come on. <laughs> and Chris, he's over there. And, oh, I didn't see. Who was? I didn't. Chris. 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 Oh, I didn't see Chris. I was not away. And Chris. And Chris. Okay. Um, Are you single? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, keep going. Keep going. Ready to mingle. But no. So you started. No, this. I just think when you take anybody by surprise, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're 22 or you're. 46 or you're 33. When you take anybody by surprise. I think she's 29, not 26. I, know, but I didn't mean Lindsay. <laughs> Wait, did she yeah, say I just meant 26. Right. No, I wasn't. But, I, but I'll, I'll take it. Lindsay just had her 29. So let's take it. We, right. <laughs> I think when you take anybody by surprise, it's uncomfortable for people and it's more about mm. them. Than it is always about, about you. Always, always about right. Them. It's mm -hmm. always about them. It's always mm -hmm. about them looking inward and their insecurities. And saying, maybe. well, and, and I'm not trying to judge them because no. there's nothing wrong. I loved staying home with my kids. I loved, I I loved just being the mommy to Madden and Dex for a really long time. And now I love that my kids look at me and go, "We're so proud of you." Knock them dead. They texted they her this morning. Didn't they? Don't say no, but they said, we're, didn't they text you from the bus this they morning? They did. Dexy texted me from the bus. He No, he didn't even text me. He DM'd me on Instagram. <laughs> 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 Mommy, I'm so proud of you. Aww. And that's, you know, that's really fucking cool for me to yeah. just Amazing. be sort of figuring out what it is that I'm doing as it's unfolding is really and great. And I think, Aww. And I think ultimately you have to follow what if if you love it and you want to do it, you can't really worry you about. Can't the other. be afraid. It's so hard though. We talk every day about this. Like yeah. it's so hard seeing what else is going on and and the noise and it, it it's it's really fucking hard. But if you love it and you have to you you have to do it. You have to do it as yeah. as as stress as it makes you. Um, what was the original question? We're really bad at this. No, <laughs> yeah. you're you're. Crazy. I was scared. At fifty. Oh, midlife crisis. Right. Okay. Um. All right, I think the last. Oh, someone said, "How many osiery pants is too many?" Mm. What's an osiery pan? There's no such pan? thing. It's the jewel to be pan. It's the magic pan. That it's osiery is that right? Right. There's a giveaway. We're gonna talk about it in just a second. Um. Okay. Uh. Da, 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 da. 
I think that I think that's kind of it. And now we're gonna open up to that was we want to open it up to you. If anyone has any questions, don't be shy. I actually Please can't don't be shy. Don't make us feel like assholes. So it's Ask awkward. Questions. But it's awkward. Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, are you ready? Oh, what's your orange? Ja- oh, oh, okay, no, no, no. Yeah, orange, choose. orange jacket. What's your name? Dor- Dorothea! <laughs> Dorothea! Raw Rev is one of our sponsors. Dorothea! Oh my god! Dorothea, what's your question? So my question would be, is your boy seems so respectful and so loving towards you? What is your trick? But I want to repeat the question just so everyone can hear. I'm going to repeat the question just so everyone can hear. Uh, Dorothea from Raw Rev's question was, Hi, your boys seem so respectful and she wants to know what how, like how, yes, basically how. how, that, what, what did you do? What was the magic trick? So again, I don't, and I don't mean to sound like, I, I, I'm not that scary. Sometimes but you are. Sometimes I am. And we laugh a lot in my house, we really do. But, you know, from a very young age, they had to make eye contact with me. They had to stand up if somebody you know came over to our dinner table to say hello they have to shake hands they have to they they can't they can't sort of fly under the radar and be like mommy i i I mean it's okay to feel shy every once in a while but you have to smile at people you have to engage You, you there was no there is no choice and there has to be a certain level of respect and in, in our household as well, and we are really, really, really struggling with that right now. My kids are <clears throat> at each other's throats all the time, and it's tense and it's not always easy, but it's sort of like if I am raising two assholes, mm. that is like, in my mind, that there's nothing worse than that. There's just, oh, is that, how good is that? Oh, have some. Oh my God. There's just, there's nothing, to me, there's nothing worse than an ill-mannered, sorry, I know it sounds so fucking judgy, but like, they're my responsibility and, you know, there's some basics that just have to be... Like non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Or I will fuck you up. (laughs) She will fuck you up. I've heard her on speakerphone in the car. Um, uh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What's your name? Nicole. Nicole. Ah! <laughs> oh, is this Nicole? Oh, yeah, she Lashes and lemons. Oh, my God, Nicole's here. Okay. Hi. Lindsay. Okay, I'm going to repeat it just to make sure everyone heard it. What do you do when someone's about, when you feel like someone's about to ghost you? And they're simmering you. They feel like they're super busy. They're what like, is simmering you mean? I think like at the it's top just of like the they're like contacting you less. Like, like they're, it's like a fade out. Yeah. And so do you do you Jesus stop them in their tracks? Like what do you do basically? I think is the question. So I've been in this exact position and I just stopped talking to them and probably started talking to someone else. And now that I reflect on it, I'm never like, oh, they ghosted me, you know, in my mind, because I'm like, I ghosted them. (laughs) But I know that if I had continued, it would have, regardless, it would have been over. 
So I think at that point, it's a free-for-all. But the last thing you want to do is flip on them. What does that mean? It means like write Angry? them a long paragraph being like, you used to oh. talk to me, and now you're not talking That's to bad. me Oh, like much. flip out on them? Tell something's different. He'll share that I with his friends. I just want to know that I'm onto you, and I know, like, no, don't ever do that. Just like what now? Like now you know it's bye bye. Yeah, regardless. So flip on yeah. them. It's really hard to see, right? It's so uh, hard. To see. Yes, right here. Mike, curry. Oh. Say it again. Curry like the spice. Curry like the spice. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so Curry's question was basically, she, I'm really bad at remembering. I feel like I, no, you're good. You're Can everyone here. hear? Okay. okay. Like yeah. The transition totally from here. college to being single in the city. Oh. Yeah, the transition from college to being in the city. And how you recognize. If somebody wants to just hook up. Yeah. Right. Or if they. Or if they're genuinely interested. Right. Okay. Nana's got this. Go, Nana, go. Go, go, go. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. No, 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 no. Lindsay, go. Well, I would say if they're texting you like after 9 p.m. or like pretty much like late night texts, inviting you over to their apartment, they're definitely just trying to bug. Um, but if they ask you out on a date and are like, do you want to get drinks or do you want to get dinner? Like they're into you probably. If you see them when you're not, when you're, if you see them when you're sober or like during the day and things like that, Jesus. they're into you. And if like you're all out together and you go home with them, they're not. Wow. Uh, basically, and we we and I know this is your stance too. Like you will know if they're into you. You'll know if you will know. They'll be texting you. They all will be the texting time. you. Like there is that he's just not that into you. But like it's like ridiculous. It's kind of true. It's so, it's and so like it's so crazy. Like I I literally cringe beyond belief when girls are like. He's just not a texter. Like, it's or he's busy at work. Like, yeah, he's not he's a busy texter at work. He's not interested in you. All of a sudden, <laughs> if someone's interested in you, they do not stop texting you. Like, it's so that simple. It's crazy. Like, think about guys when you're with them. They're always texting. Who are they? Like, they're texting their friends. They're into their friends. When they're into you, they'll be Even you. if they have an like insanely busy, they're an investment banker, yeah. they're sleeping at their, their desk at 3 a.m., they will mm -hmm. text you at some point if you are a priority, bottom mm -hmm. line. Always. Do you agree, Jewel? Yeah. Okay, she agrees. <laughs> oh, right here. I can't see. Oh, yes, you, yes. Candace. <gasps> a question for everyone. By the way, Candace Richardson is one of the most Everyone talented, <laughs> like ridiculously talented artists out there. Insanely talented. And like lawyering during the day. Not be in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't want to be like, why? You don't want 
So basically, like how to, like building a following when you're just sometimes not in the fucking mood. Bottom line. Yeah. Who wants a great question? Do you want to start? Such a good question. I I mean I think you have to. I kind of I just think I, I feel like especially with Instagram these days, it's just people are going so much more to the authentic authenticity, the realness. And even if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But I think you have to like look at yourself as I need to be authentic. If I'm not in the mood to story today, like don't fucking story. Do you agree? Or for? Because I think if you no. force it, oh, you don't agree. I, I don't Lindsay fully disagree. No, no, no. I don't fully agree either. You cannot. It's story. hard though. You cannot story, and you can. And and by the way, I a hundred percent hear you. But you're building a business. And so you sort of become goal, a slave yes. to the content. I mean, that's what happens. It becomes a machine, right? So for me, I never fucking put up. There is not a single story that goes up if I'm not feeling it. Literally not one. That said, I do have fillers. Like I have what I call in my own head a filler. And that, you know, if that means I'm wa- I walk, you know, out the fucking front door and around the back to the construction zone and show you guys, you know, the hardwood floors that just fucking went in. That they almost fucked up because they, they had the wrong right, hardwood floors. Right, right. Then that's a filler and it. You can create that on your own. You without don't have to be on camera every day. Right? You're not on camera every no, day. Not You're not every on day. camera every day. No, I try. But I, if, like, I just cannot get away with not posting same poll questions for a day. Those like, are I fucking just can't good because people look forward to them. And if I'm in those, yeah. those are and good if fillers. If, so right. if I'm in a bad mood, if I'm not feeling good about myself, first of all, thank God for Snapchat filters. But um, or second Paris, of all, Paris like filter. I know that for at least what I'm creating, the content I'm creating, that it's helpful to people and like fun mm-hmm. to people. Mm-hmm. So even if I feel like shit, if I'm doing that and posting that, I know people are enjoying it, and that alone like makes me feel better. And, motiv- and does it motivate? However, you? and yeah, and it does motivate me. But my sister is a perfect example. If you you should follow her. If you don't, her Instagram is Healthy Alibi, and she oh, just had I a baby. She just had a baby, and she is the perfect example. You know, Instagram is a highlight reel, so you only see the good parts of people's lives. But she makes it a point to, when she's having a bad day or feeling bad about herself, she will get up there and make a story or a post, like, I'm having a horrible day. You know, my baby just, like, pooped on my face, and, like, Does that happen? I gained, like, five pounds. Like, it's a shitty day. Like, I have a big pimple. It sucks. You know, and I think that that's actually so refreshing to people because it's so much more relatable than just like, hey, I had an amazing day, I crushed it at work, now I'm here on Instagram, like, hi. Like, it's like, <laughs> right, it's not about it's filling the space no, with, you know, with, like, with you being don't have, an authentic. No, that'd be good. Right. You can be honest about the bad shit too, and I think that will actually make you more relatable yeah. and more likable. And, and if I, you don't feel comfortable doing that, then then don't do it. And that's what I'm saying is also like it's so much people appreciate the authenticity so much that if you're not in the mood that day, I'm saying don't fucking post in three days when you're in the mood. Explain like exactly. honestly guys, you took I a wasn't break. in the post. You I took a break for one solid week, bitch. You took a break. <laughs> yeah. But it was got to me and like I think when then I get back on, I guys I wasn't in the mood. Like I, and I think just being honest about that and being a little vulnerable really goes Candace, away. I love your bad mood days by the way. I I want more. Of your I bad love it mood when days. you're like on Park Avenue, like butching and grumbling into the camera. That's that's the best. And then art comes out of you. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, right here. Uh, 
Hi, Rachel. Um, so I've been talking to this guy for about two weeks now. Ironically enough, we went to high school and Hebrew school together. Hebrew um, school, what, what? Right. <laughs> All of um, that. And my current best friend was his middle school best friend. Um, mm. But he hasn't actually asked me out on a date, and I'm kind of getting at the end of my rope. Mm. Do I ask him out, or do I just be like, Oh, opinion. Does, and he knows you're interested in him. He oh, he definitely knows I'm interested. Uh, we talk, he talks, we talk on the phone. Oh. Um, he lives in Queens and I live in Jersey City, but that's not an excuse. That's that's not no, an no. excuse. Um, but I'm like I'm, and it was the Jewish holiday, so I get it. We get to spend time with our families. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is the two weeks was Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Yes. There was time home with the fam. Baruch um, Hashem. Agree. Agree. Yeah. You just answered your own you question. You already know. Yeah, you, you already, already know. know. No. Look, you can, but you have to know what the response might be. But I think, yeah, shit or get off the pot. If you're interested, fucking ask me I out. think if this is the kind of guy who's, like, shy and nervous and, like, not super confident. Yeah, well, then, then be like, listen, are you going to ask me out or not? And then if he doesn't ask you out, then be like, cut him okay, off. bye, and then like get yeah. another Hebrew school guy. <laughs> I love the Hebrew school man. <laughs> My husband I met in fucking Hebrew school. Yeah. Guys. So I'm a little soft spot, but okay. Does that, but I think you answered your own question. Like You answered your own question. Yeah. And we all back you up. And we will it's DM him if we need to. Right. Um, are there any other <laughs> questions before? Oh, I see. Oh, yes, yes, sorry, it's so hard to see. Hi. Hi. Debbie? Abby! Oh, Abby, I can't It's Abaroo! Abaroo, or a Debbie. <laughs> um, is that really, so the question is, um, what's your best advice for dealing with haters? We all have them. With haters? What's your best advice for We all have them. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Well, I, I guess I had one the other day. So I really? think it's a good, well, I don't okay. know. His name was Ronnie, and I think we <laughs> fucked Ronnie. <laughs> he really wasn't What did he say to you? No, I don't think he, he was, know. he was, there were boundary-ish. What did well, he do? Well, okay, so Ronnie, and I believe we went to high school together, and we had DM before, and it was fine. I'm married, like, it was just a friendly DM, but he DM'd me something, like, I don't, like, we were talking about, I don't always wear makeup, like, I'm very unfiltered, literally, my, ha my podcast is hashtag no filter, and so I was saying something, and he literally, and trying to sell my furniture, does anyone fucking want a queen-size bed? <laughs> like, I'll give it to you at this point. Anyway, but I was talking about that, and he was like, you look crazy, you need to go take a shower. Like, go fuck your dog. Literally, go fuck it. Like, he was so rude. So, I, I, so what I did for that hater is I, I first wrote back, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And then I screenshotted it, and I didn't black out his name because Ronnie can go fuck himself, and I shared it. And that's what I did. That's so good. And he so, should go so fuck good. a cat. Not a cat, not because I love dogs. Not I don't want him to... <laughs> not Norman. Okay, so what would you do for a hater? Oh, my goodness, but... Oh, that bitch on the Skinny Confidential post. The... The filtered one oh, that yeah, we but that was she wasn't really a hater. But what would you do? That was that was a that was a hater presented by somebody hiding behind a a, a bullshit account. account. Yes. But Abby Abaru, are you talking about haters online or are you oh. talking about haters in person? All of them. Mm. 
I'm not usually that above anything. No, and I, that was very I immature of me right. to put Ronnie on my thing. But like, I you, love it when like when women jump to other people's uh, other women's defense, especially because men, I don't think fully get like the intricacies of the of the bullying and the bullshit that goes on. Barry does not have the slightest no. fucking idea. Like, thank God Barry's not raising girls. He oh. would be, oh, he would be in the fatal position shivering. <laughs> he really would be. But I feel like when we back each other up, yeah. and I don't mean like, a, I don't mean ganging up on somebody else, but that, that comment, Skinny Confidential and I had drinks uh, back in June. And this was before she and I did a blog swap together. Mm -hmm. And when, I think, I, I don't remember, I think when the blog swap was announced, the so there was a photo that she posted and it was filtered up the fucking wazoo. I mean, it was Paris filter on Paris. <laughs> on Cairo on, on, on Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> I looked like I had amniotic fluid on me. That's how young I looked. <laughs> but this was her photo. Right. And she, I, I mean, for, for the skinny confidential, I'm sorry, but if you've got like an Instagram account or a website that you give a rat's ass about, for, for this young, you know, Barbie in LA to sort of tune in to me at 40, at the time I, I was 40, yeah, right. 46 years old, if you think I'm gonna touch her photo no. or her filter, or question what she's going to post. You've got right. to be out of your fucking mind. And she posted this lovely photo of the two of us outside of the St. Regis. It was clearly filtered up the fucking was. But like clearly, like not like yeah. you were trying to hide and it. And the comment was, you know, like nice fucking filter. You know, so, something. It was just something nasty. Not so bad. It wasn't. It wasn't horrible. No, it was. But yeah. what but I loved about it. We all chimed in. What I loved about it was that this one little fucking twat bag, sorry, no, that's not nice, but this one little bitch who had nothing, who just had nothing to contribute other than sheer nastiness, and it was a public nastiness, one woman after the next went after this individual, by the way, in the most graceful and, but saying, yes, and I, loveliest I of ways, but they took down this individual until this individual not only not only deleted the comment, but she like fell off of Instagram. You cannot find this account. And I love that. And if whether you women have haters, women. yeah, yes, women truly supporting women. And I, I, I really I don't get into that whole like women supporting women. No, but no. but like, yeah, really, like but, but really truly like if somebody's being, I mean, I always say. You know, what would you tell your kids? Like, if my kids were nasty to another child at school, and if my kids were nasty on social media, uh, they would be dust. They would there would just be like a faint yeah. whiff of them. They would just be Done. dead. Done. They would be dead. Done. So for adult women, or, or and, and any, you know, any adult to be hating on another, it's so, it's so insane to me, and mm -hmm. there's just no, there's no room for it. Yeah, give me mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No room. We literally have yeah. a whole one. So. Yeah. Um, what about you? I can't because lean you, forward because the have, pants you are have, You've been yes. doing this for a while. I, I, oh, I engage with the, with the haters, <laughs> for sure. Um, you do engage? I do, because I think that there's a lot to learn from your haters. Mm. If 
they're making sense at all. Um, right. And sometimes you can think someone's a hater, but they're really giving you criticism that maybe you might need. Um, I I'm I'm like too nice. I like I always apologize. You're very to nice. Haters. Like they're like they're like this question offends <laughs> me, and I'm like I'm so sorry. You know, but like I can't just leave it and like. You're so nice. It's just, but actually the most, the Instagram I have that has the most haters is don't is my food Instagram. Don't expect salad. Is it really? People write I, the but most I'm not fucked up I'm not shit. About food. I posted a food. steak food. tartare yeah. the other day, oh, and it was it. People went off on the steak tartare. But why? Because why? the cows died. Disgusting raw meat. You're disgusting. Veganism. Who the fuck would eat this? Blah blah. Like, thank God I'm not the chef behind the photos. I know. It's it's like, no, it's a it's a brutal world you know, out there. But I went vegan for a week because I watched that documentary on the cows. Mm. But by the way, I leave those comments up there so yeah. everyone can see oh, like, yeah. people going. Somewhere. No, that's why I tagged Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's you. leaking. Don't delete the hater comments. No, I, I love it when the haters delete the hater comments. Yes. Yeah. Well, we all know influencers who delete their hater comments. If you know who I'm talking about, then you're very tuned in. Oh. And it's just not a good look. Oh. I don't know, but I want to know. Okay, anyone else before we wrap up? I, sorry, it's only because I can't be. Okay, so before we fully wrap up, definitely want to thank our sponsors. Aww, yeah. Obey Fitness, Wander Beauty, Raw Red. Raw Red! Dorothea! Um, Zest Tea. I'm going to forget some. Flow Water. Uh, Rafino Prosecco! Yes. And Organic Nectars. And if you were the first 50 that bought tickets, you and the people you bought tickets for, we sent you an email. Your swag bags are at the back. If you weren't one of the first 50, you still get um, a bag. You still get a bag. We wanted 150 of us. We love you all. Go drink and hang. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys.